And welcome to the Music Challenge Podcast. My name is Andrew, and I am your host for this evening. Uh, let's take a whirl around our cast. Uh, Judd, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well, chatting with my boys and hanging out. Yeah, like chatting you know, with your boys. Every, everything is what it is. Uh, oh, very Joe, good. Joe Biden is, seemingly is going to be the next president. So Joe Biden's the next president. Yeah, yeah, I don't yes, know what you're talking is, about. Are you <laughs> Biden? Not, this not seemingly, but like of, co- of, co- of course it's been obvious. But, Absolutely. Uh, you know. It's still ridiculous to hear all the contention. Don't even. We're, 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 we're still having to wade through the bullshit. Oh, yeah, it's just so much it. bullshit. It's stupid and kind of getting oh, hilarious. Yeah, because it doesn't matter. Somewhat comical. Kevin, how are you doing? You know, um, I think all things considered, right? All things considered, uh, doing great. Um, it's great to be back here with you guys this week and uh, looking forward to talking some music. Excellent. Cool. Cool, man. How about you, Rob? Um, yeah, same. Good to be here with you. Good to be here with you guys. Um, not to go back on what Jed said, but weight off my shoulders anyways. Um, and we're going to talk about some music, which I've been looking forward to. We got some good stuff to talk about tonight. Right on, right on, right on, right on. All right, cool. Um, so let me, uh, throw my, so through our social, how you can get a hold of us, how you can look at us, whatever. Uh, first of all, you can go to, or you can email us. Let's email us. Let's email us first. Music Let's challenge first. Yeah. Music challenge pod at gmail.com. Music challenge pod at gmail.com. See, there you go. So we also have a Facebook page. Uh, it's a Facebook business page. No politics on this page. Uh, just go on there and search music challenge podcast and you will find our page. Like it. And also, when you listen to our page on your service, please subscribe, rate, and review for sure. For Give sure. us a five-star review, guys. Please. Five stars. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you think. Why are you listening or why are you not listening? We love you. Love us back. Yes. What do you want, what do you want to hear us talk about? Yeah. That as well. What do you want to hear us talk about? Musicchallengepod at gmail.com. And challenge yes, us. We challenge you to challenge us. <laughs> yes, challenge us. <laughs> uh, so, in any case, um, so, uh, Kevin, what are we doing tonight? So, this week we're going to talk about modern parallels. And what I mean by that is we, we often... Um, we often look backwards in music and, and uh, are inspired, so to speak, um, listening to things. And so I think this week we're going to take a look at some things that have been released over the past couple of years that we really like that might remind us of some, um, some older bands or some things that were formative to us, perhaps. Absolutely. Right so on. are you going to start us off, Rob? I think you have the first one this week. I, I do. And um, so this band, the band is called Earthless. And um, I'm not sure exactly what genre they would be considered, but it's just basically psychedelic straight, rock. straight. Stone there we rock. go. Right. Stone rock, psychedelic, like blues like rock. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's just a three piece straight balls to the wall, like coming at you, heavy blues, like improvisational somewhat and psychedelic rock and it is 
awesome. album that we're discussing is is black heaven um so my my first experience with earthless was andrew um said hey you gotta check out this you gotta check out this band you're gonna love them and i think that is by way of kevin Kevin. because kevin is again i'm gonna champion this like the minor of great music yeah always um so anyways Drew tells me to listen to him. I freaking love it. It's just goddamn awesome. It rocks. And like a week after I've been given this record, like a million spins, um, Kevin calls me and he's like, Hey dude, I got a ticket to see Earthless at the empty bottle tonight. You want to go? And I was like, fuck yeah. And I've been, (laughs) I've been drilling this album into oblivion for a week. And I get this call and I was like, Jennifer, I'm going to see Earthless tonight at the end bottle. And like 40 minutes later, I was out the door. I feel like that's like a roadrunner, like like the shot of like the, the telephone hitting the floor and you're like there totally. picking totally. him up. Sometimes timing is everything. <laughs> Absolutely. When your brain yeah. is open to it. I mean, so what's your favorite song on this album, Rob? Um I'd have to say electric flame, but oh yeah, it's a good one. It it rotates, and I don't know. Gifted by the wind, the opener is is insane. with like a two by four right absolutely and it doesn't stop like it's uh, guys when i tell you it's it's relentless when i tell you it's relentless it is fucking relentless so uh, a couple weeks ago they've done live streams from the casbah in san diego and i i don't know if kevin have you watched either of those you know um they don't do replays you have to be present and i'm you Which know, I was going to cool. do the second one. I was really, re- I was really regretting missing the first one. Um, some things kind of had a last minute change of plans and I wasn't able to make it, unfortunately. But tell it, what did you like about that? So it was, again, like I've seen them live twice and uh, they blew me away both times. But it was a, a similar experience and it's just, it's no bones, no bullshit. They just sit up there and fucking rock. And that, I mean... That guitarist is got his shit together, man. Some of the finest, some of the, well, of course, they're like a throwback to to Zeppelin, Black Sabbath, 
um, you know, it, it's yeah, they were it's amazing. I, I'm to, I like them. I'm a total noob with these guys, and I so I'm curious what you guys think like think about this one compared to other ones because in reading I didn't get a chance to like look back at other albums, but I guess they had a ton of flack about so, having like so co- this, coming from like a more experimental place or whatever. But like yeah, I love right. this album. It was like. And, and and the the relationship to like the past or whatever those parallels like for me it was like Black Sabbath and like early '90s grunge just like Absolutely. had a baby and like this is the band Absolutely. and like with like some really good chops. The thing about this album that made it unique was previous every previous album I think of theirs was completely was instrumental. Correct. So, correct. The singer, what I read an interview at the time this album came out, it was what was remarkable is that it had lyrics, but the singer had actual things to say, apparently. And so right. <laughs> this is what I'm going to call accessible earthless. Like this is sure. a great pathway it's, to the it harder, is. more experimental, instrumental stuff. But I mean, that concert we saw at the Empty Bottle, um, it still resonates with me uh, as far as how sure. hard and heavy it was. The Empty I mean, Bottle I, is a venue in Chicago. Uh, I don't know. A small those, venue. No, it's a small venue. It holds it's like a tiny couple hundred L-shaped people. Room. Yeah, it's an yeah. L-shaped room, basically. And it's tiny and it's sweaty. And for like a concert like Earthless, it was um, kind of a headbanger crowd too, right? And it, I mean, it absolutely blew our heads yeah, off. I and can only imagine. It, so Kevin and I are standing there, and Earthless goes on, and there was a couple openers, but it was so loud. I didn't have, I didn't have earplugs, and I walked up to the bar and I asked them if they sold earplugs. And the three bartenders behind the bar literally were like throwing them at me, dude. Like, hurry up and put them in. It was, it was that. You're causing damage. It was that loud, but it was delightful. Yeah, for a power trio like that, um, it's certainly an experience. And it had, you know, the Liquid Light Show. Uh, Absolutely. The company, that, it was so right. cool. Um, Part of the throwback, because it's almost like you're watching one of those old Sabbath videos, you know, where they're playing on a soundstage right. and they got the Liquid with Light the liquid, Show behind uh, them. Right? Overhead projector. Liquid overhead projector, exactly. yeah, with oil and, and I, food coloring. Exactly. <laughs> I kid Made you up not. by the Grateful Dead. The bass player in this band looks like William H. Macy dressing no old metalhead in a bit. It's to no a T. I, I kid you not, you have to see these pictures, Jed. I, I was close enough to the stage to get a couple of them, and he looks exactly like William H. Macy. It's fantastic. It was I couldn't <laughs> get it out of my head. Like I think, and I think Kevin and I looked at him and we're like thinking the same thing. I'm like, Dude, it looks like William H. Macy, for Christ's sakes. All these guys tonight have, like, I feel like have, like, a very uh, interesting rock and roll kind of so, pedigree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I got a few other things out of it. Uh, Go ahead. Of course, the, the Zeppelin, the Sabbath. Uh, does anyone know about Hawkwind? Ah, yes, I love Hawkwind. Lemmy's band in the band. 70s. Yes. Yeah. Um, he got kicked out of hard driving. Yeah, Didn't Nick he get Turner. kicked out of it? Yes, I saw them. Um, I had a buddy, one of my musical gurus, the guy who got me into Zappa was there. And that's a great astute reference, um, Hawkwind. Um, wow. They're, uh, yeah, yeah. Like space rock. Space, space, like rock. space rock. It's loud. It's fucking driving. It is, I mean, this is from the mid-70s from what I, I used to have a Hawkwind tape, 
actually. No kidding. So you, this is like OG because I, OG. I, I read some stuff about Lemmy, and that was the first time I had ever heard of Hawkwind. I haven't listened to a note, and I knew it rang a bell. Now that you're explaining it, but you were listening to it when you were a kid, right? Right. Wow. No, 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 no. Not when I was a kid, uh, but I was listening to it. 10 years ago, 15 years ago or okay. something like that. Okay. I'm saying I had a live show of it on tape. Oh, I got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, you know, that's really cool. I even got, like, a little Leonard Skinner out of the last song. Um, Leonard Skinner. Th- there's definitely some, some like, motorhead-ish, like, speed metal. I mean, and that's part okay. of Okay, and that but... takes me to my third place, Suicidal <laughs> Tendencies. Right oh, on, dude. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I can because, see that. Some because West it Coast kinda, punk. Yeah, because it had the guitar solos that were just like the wow, right? They're from that San just Diego. Flanged, yeah, that just right. flanged yeah. out. You know, there's no way they didn't listen to suicidal tendencies when exactly. they were growing up in San Diego. Exactly. And, right. And we I all know think, how suicidal tendencies just absolutely like the guitarist just goes off while the band chugs through. You know. A certain amount of changes, you know. Right. Exactly. I mean, not a lot, but I mean, the thing is, the band stays on point while the, t- you know, the soloist just, you know, goes nuts, and uh, which I think could be a running theme for tonight. You know, there's more than one band that we've we're discussing that does that, uh, but in any case, those are the kind of three influences I got out of Earthless, which, frankly, I don't think was a horribly easy band to tag um, because you know a lot of what they do is technology based and that technology did not exist, you know, 20, 30 sure. years ago, you know, sure. when I say technology based, it's highly produced. It's, you know, it's just balls to the wall. I mean, whoever said that before, um, that would be me, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> and I, I, I think it's, you. I was just trying to dumb it down, dude. I, I, th- I think it's, I think it's some of the finest like use of a wah pedal, that I've heard, I mean, Jerry Cantrell is amazing at it. There's a lot of guys that are amazing at it, but it, he, his tone, he, he just nails it, man. He just nails it. I love it. Right. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, I was impressed. Right I on. Will be, I will be back, and uh, and I think there's an album where it's like two songs, like one song per, yeah. per side, essentially. And, uh <laughs> Yes, space rock indeed. They, I'm going to, yeah, I'll have to like yeah. have that. But I thought that that was uh, like the way I saw like tonight's lineup was sort of, uh, it had me thinking about that road trip episode that we did. And, oh yeah, uh, dude, great and, like, road trip. Like record. this, as you'll totally. see, as, you know, maybe as you'll see, like maybe not in the order that we have it lined up, but like, I feel like it is a great, even in this order too, it's a great, it's a, it would be a great road trip like collection of music and this would be oh, a great way to start sure. it off because it's just Absolutely. like like wake up. you are oh, running you're waking up you're going Don't you guys agree this is an album for your car yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Totally. A great driving album. And yeah, this is what goes open. This is a good go to work album. Yeah, yeah. A great beginning of your day, beginning of the road trip album. There's you guys should check out too. There's uh, so basically the show that Kevin and I saw the first time we saw him at the Empty Bottle. They have a commercial release called Live from the West. Isn't that what it's called, Kev? I believe so. Yes. And it's fucking magical, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna have to give the live stuff some some time. Full show. Sweet. Yeah, they actually have some uh, live released uh, live stuff too. I mean, like commercially released. 
by right. Which some of it was recorded incidentally, and whoever recorded it was just like, we got to release this. Um, Hell yeah. actually, they took the stage after some other band that only played an hour of their two-hour set. And oh, like, so... Hey. <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, well, actually, Earth was supposed to play a mini-stage at the festival, and, uh, and they got moved over to the biggest stage uh, for the last hour of the night. And um, something like... It's not Rockland. It's something else. Is it but, live at Roadburn? Is it that yes, one? Yes, 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 yes. And uh, um, so they're like, hey, you guys, do you want to play on the big stage? And they're like, yeah, they play for an hour and a half. And, and they so it was pro-recorded. Yeah, so it got pro-recorded and for the other band. And uh, and it got released, like the Earthless set got released. So That's nice. cool. Yeah, nice. So, so what's? I'm sorry. I was just no. going to say. So what are we talking about next? Yeah. Are we talking what's about what's next? the what's the after pit stop recording for? Our- yeah, exactly. I just took a <laughs> leak. Hold so up. the next the next album we have this week is uh, it's called Summer Long by Rose City Band. unique about this album is um, I think the first thing I'm going to say about it is because we're in 2020, it feels like we need a Grateful Dead album. This was the For Grateful sure. Dead album. We it sure fucking was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's this uncanny. Album, this album was my, my summer soundtrack. Um, it came out, I want to say in the spring, came out uh, middle of May. Um, Me too. Me too. And it came out in the middle of May, and it just totally set a tone. Um, this album, I think it it has grabbers on it, but it sneaks up on you in a way. Totally. This album, uh, this band is uh, the product of a, a guy named Ripley Johnson, and Ripley's yes. got three bands. One is named Wooden Ships. One Amazing is as well. Amazing Rose as well. Rose City Band. And then he's got a band with his wife called Moon Duo, who is mm. incredible. Um, they have an amazing, spectacular light show. He plays guitar. She plays electronic uh, and keyboards. Um, that's an amazing band. And this is the band that he plays as kind of a bar band. It, um, a couple of... Uh, uh, they he dropped an album unannounced in the summer of 2019. This is is this a duo, or is um, it like because he doesn't he play on his project with rotating with people. a and then he has like a drummer or are so, there other people playing on it? On the first album, he did everything himself. Okay, okay. And on this second album, he recruited some local musician friends of his, um, guys that aren't in any other of his bands. They're just guys. Studio work. Yeah, they, they're local Portland musicians, I believe. Um, and so he created this project as the bar band that right. would never go on tour or see the road, basically. He would just kind of, these guys would play at a corner dive bar 
on on stage basically and the to me the album what's so great about it is they sound and there are bands like circles around the sun there are bands like joe russo's almost dead there are bands like they're dead cover bands straight up dead cover bands and right, there are bands right. um I'm, I'm thinking of bands like circles around the sun and and, and things like that that kind of intentionally sound like the dead and I think this does to a certain extent, but it's unique enough in its vocals and some of its spaciness to have, you know, like, oh, here's the Cumberland song. Yeah, I mean, you hear Grateful Dead songs in the music, but they're not straight ripoffs um, like a cover band would. And so it's like the kind of, um, to me, I picture the whole feel of this album, like you're sitting at a bar with a friend, just enjoying a beer and you look up and all of a sudden the band is like, they're playing great music and not enough that you're necessarily paying attention. And all of a sudden they're in the middle of some jam and you turn your head and you're just locked in because they're <laughs> raging. Yeah, That's absolutely. what to me happens on this album. And I think it, I just love the fact that it sneaks up on you. Um, it's a sunny, hazy, summery feel um, and he's, you know, sings about some dark stuff, um, but it's really, it's happy songs, uh, sad so, lyrics with happy music, too. What, uh, what's your favorite song out of this? My favorite song is probably, it, it varies, but I think right. um, I love Real Long Gone. Um, and what I love, Reno? I really love Reno Shuffle. Reno Shuffle. Oh, Reno, Reno Shuffle Shuffles. was on my list. I was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. I, there's like three strung together there that I'm like, this is gold. Turning to your friend at the bar, going, "Can you believe this band? Oh my God, who are these guys?" That's right. the that's so the Reno Shuffle where... had a full on smokestack lightning jam in it, as far as I'm concerned. Well, and it's and so funny, one. like I, I mean, the, I it, with uh, with about fifty other dead licks in it, like totally. it just had like you know. I didn't go like that's on. that's why this is such a fun like kind of thing to think about because I didn't go to the dead at all. I mean, I easily could have, and when you said it, it True. was instantly there. But, like, I couldn't get, like, there was, like, lots of, like, Towns Van Zant and Dylan and, like, these, like, kind of twangy, yeah, lap totally. steel, western-y kind of, like, yep. just, that like, from that folksy side of it that I was picking up so much more. But, like, now, and that, like, along with that, like, and now I'll jump in and layer up this amazing right. jam. And then, like. Right. And I also what thought the sound of like I mean, wooden ships for the entire album, and then I read the bio, and uh, now I realize why. That, right, wooden ships because it was basically <laughs> wooden ships, which yeah. is which is so also is wooden ships worth just checking more of out. this because I ha yeah I haven't investigated wooden that either. Wooden ships is wooden ships moon duo and Rose City band are three unique sounds that when he sings, somewhat sound the same, but they're all different. Oh, I thought the solos were so him. Right, like right. Um, I'm excited to explore. Work, um, I mean, 
the guitar, the vocals are him. Um, the thing about Moon Duo that makes it unique is his wife's voice is also present in these songs and her vision in electronics. So they're, I mean, they're all a unique sound. I think this guy, to me, when he put out the Rose City Band album unannounced, that meant he announced, he dropped an album with all three bands in 2019, and he was basically my uh, my 2019 <laughs> musical MVP, if there was one. If I had a little uh, bobblehead trophy to give out, um, he would have gotten it. Um, he would have gotten was, it. I mean, and you know. Think about all the music Rob, he's working on in his basement right now. How much have I talked this guy now? up to you? Over, totally. Over and the past six months. So, Kevin, for, I don't know, a good couple of weeks, it's like, dude, you got to check it out. You got to check it out. Finally, we went to breakfast one morning and I listened to it on my way home. And I was like, oh, shit, I should have checked this out earlier. And literally, all of a sudden, I was listening to it every weekend in the summer, drinking beer in the yard, cutting the grass, whatever. Yep. I mean, and then you dive into wooden ships and it's a like pretty straightforward psychedelic rock, but it's kick ass too. Kind of I mean, got got some kraut rock in it, a little bit, yeah, yeah, and some like it's some shoegaze nearly. Like it's it's yeah, they're some, from yeah, it's yeah. Got some cool stuff. Yeah. yeah, they have they definitely have a lot of influences. Like Andrew said, um, you know they have uh, they have some kraut rock in them. Um, They've got that that psychedelic feel. And the thing that I love about the Rose City Band sound is that, you know, both of these albums, they have those songs that sound like dead songs. And I, I urge right. you to go back to that first album, too, because that's also a winner. There's a couple it songs is. on there. It played a full-on I Know You Writer jam. Right? Um, <laughs> I mean, I was I'm, just like, I'm listening to I Know You Writer. I know I am. Yeah, the, I mean, the song I'm going to refer you to um, on that first album is Fear City. Right. That's the thing, one. I mean, that one is okay. the one that opens up like an eight-headed hydra. Uh, before you know it, all of a sudden, uh, you're turning, you know, you're turning your head to your buddy next to, to you at the bar going, oh, my <laughs> God, who are these guys? What the hell are they doing? Why, they got day jobs? Yeah, it's <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, it, it's Faces that are good. melting. It's Pretty called much. Melting. Yeah, Rivers of Mind is another one on that first album that's got this uh it it's got a train beat to it. Um yeah, it's it's 2020 2020. We needed a Grateful Dead album. And Tell me Reno Shuffle doesn't have a train beat to it though too. It's like Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And and that's the thing. It's it's a I train that turns into a spaceship, right? Exactly. And yeah, and that's what I love about it. I mowed my lawn every weekend, every Saturday or Sunday morning to this album, um, all summer long. It was a perfect vibe. Um, it's not just a clever name. It's no, all summer it, long. It, it, it's a perma smile type of album. Right. Uh, Wildflowers fun. was also a wildly grateful deadish type tune. Indeed. Uh, for sure. I actually, you know, obviously they get way psychedelic on that song. It's a lot of song. Well, and front, what's what what comes right before Wildflowers? We out we hours and it even it's has seamless. the little into right. It's yeah, got it go it flows in. Like, I mean, it's like standard. It's like the dead does on their track listing. There's yeah. a little arrow. Yeah, it's a wonderful ending to that album. Like you it said, is. Jed, those those last three songs really just tie it all together, and it, it's it's a pleasant listen. It's quick. It's only forty minutes long. Um, it's not a long album by any stretch of the imagination, but it's. But you can I the first few times I listened to it, I rapped the fucker twice. I was like, I gotta hear it again. 
Yeah. Like, was it as good as I thought it was the first time I listened to it? Yeah, I did the exact same thing. Yeah, there's kind of an element. Uh, yeah, I, I it was repeat listen the first couple of times for me too. Like you kind of can't believe that some of these songs um, turn into what they turn into. Um, you right. just want to hear that journey again. It's totally. interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. Very cool. So cool. what should we? Cool. Are we Do coming we, to are, a to a break here? Are we, yeah, I was just going to say yeah. that we're going to we're going to come up to a break here. I think yeah. we should end on. Uh, I think we should end on floating out. And I think that's a good idea. Yeah. I think we should float out on float out, floating out. <laughs> we should float out on floating out. All right. All right. This is floating out by the Stone the Rose City Band. Rose City Band. <laughs> the Stone Rose City Band. Stone Rose. Dude, it was that it was that shoegaze that got you there. Yeah, it did. It did. <laughs> Stone Roses. And uh, all of a sudden I'm on Stone Roses. The Rose City Band, <laughs> and we're listening to Kevin. Name of the song. We're listening to "Floating Out." Floating out, correct. I have a pretty poor short-term few. memory. Catch right you guys now. in a few. See ya. Bye. Remember, everyone, we want you to submit your formative four. Tell us the musical seeds that set you on your path, and we might review one of your albums right here on the air. You can get on our blog at musicchallenge.fireside.fm or email us at musicchallengepod at gmail.com. Also, you can slip into our DMs at musicchallengepod on Instagram. Come as close to four as you can, but if you need more or less, that's all right, too. Remember... MusicChallengePod at gmail.com and you can hear us discuss one of your albums. Podcast. Uh, we are exploring uh, modern parallels uh, tonight. That is uh, newer bands, which bands released that have re- released albums in the last two years, year and a half, and uh, and what they sound like. Bands that we might be familiar with, bands that we've heard before, bands that we've you know grown up loving. Uh, so. 
In any case, uh, what we came out of uh, a break there was Billy Strings. What was the name of that song, Judd? That was Watch It Fall. Watch It Fall. Uh, from the album Home. From the was, album Home. Go ahead, my, which Which was my pick for this week. And uh, it's one of those songs, I mean, like Kev said that, that Rose City Band was his uh, his like summer summer <laughs> summer listening and like this was ours man like we just this just stayed on I mean almost repeat I mean it just it, it became so like so common in our playlist over the summer and it just continues to be but it's uh this guy I mean he is incredible uh an incredible musician and this album I think just sort of like you kind of get lost in it. I it really did have, I, I had some uh, memories of the Rose city band when I was listening back to it. And like, it's just like, you can lose yourself in it. And then you're like, you realize that you're listening to like the first song on the oh, album yeah. again. Um, and you're like, Holy shit. Like how did, where did that, you know, whatever, 58 yeah. minutes go. Cause it's like so easy to listen to. And uh, it is, it's pretty, it has, it has yeah. it. I mean, it's yeah. It's like, it's polished. It's yeah. super polished for a for a bluegrass. Yeah. I mean, he's a solid traditional bluegrass player, and uh, I love traditional bluegrass. But like this and Yonder and Infamous String Dusters and Green Sky, like they've got something else, and they bring kind of a jam element to Absolutely. it that I. I mean, they can rage and like put down, and this guy and his band can do it in a way that no one else does and like i went and saw them uh we did a drive-in show a while i don't even know when <laughs> a while back what was it like uh, two months two months ago maybe it wasn't that long ago right. but it feels like a century yeah. for sure um times, but yeah times like a we, flat circle we did it we did <laughs> yes exactly it's just around the donut the inside of the donut um but yeah we went to this drive-in show and like i had i didn't realize the extent that he could just like go into a crazy metal like metal based type two jam like if we're talking you know in terms of jam music and like just losing themselves in this space uh where you lose it's hard it's hard to get it they touch on it on this album but it really it's about you know like breaking free from the like syncopated restraints of the song yeah like it's completely irrelevant to the song it comes in it comes and goes um they key touch changes, on it. Key changes. They touch yeah. on it like here and there, and uh, you know we could throw in maybe a few examples of it. Um, what did you refer to it as, Jen? What did you call type it? two? Type two. Okay. Yeah. Um, that would be like like fish reference, you know, okay. or like do do other people use that, Kevin? I've never I, heard it I outside, think, but I think I could use it here or like I think, with the dead. Yeah. I think the vernacular of the jam people. Well, yeah, I think if you, to me, you know, I, I have a long history with Billy Strings before, like when he really, 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 really first became Billy Strings. This is pretty um, cool. I saw him, um, I saw him as, um, he, he used to play in a duo with a, a guitar player named Don Julin up in Michigan. And I literally watched this guy grow up over the course of the past four or five, six years. Um, I saw him open for green sky before he had a band. 
um, when it was just him and Don Julian. And then I saw his band open for Green Sky and I watched Green Sky influence him to the way that this album took what Green Sky does to the next level. Like Green Sky, I think, hit a ceiling and they're a good band, but I was at New Year's Eve 2017 going into 2018 when Green Sky headlined at the Riviera and Billy Strings opened for him. And I knew at that moment, I said, holy crap, Billy Strings' band is better than Green Sky. Wow. The thing about Green Sky, well, here's the thing is that the Green Sky's ceiling is that their jams always come in the same songs at the same places. Okay. And they're great. Don't get me wrong. Like, they really are. Yeah, they're a great band. They do what they do, but there's a definite ceiling to them. Right. And Billy Strings plays without a net. And the way that he plays is like, it's a good kind of dangerous and they shred the music and like everyone in that band can hold their own. Absolutely. Flat picks. Like if you look at the thing you actually look at. Studio band, I mean, that he's put together for the stage. I I think the most impressive stuff I've seen Billy do is the YouTube videos of him when he was kind of a young man in a button down shirt playing dust in a baggie um that's a great fucking time yeah and stuff like that where he's writing it as a kid and you're just kind of like who is this kid who's playing guitar (laughs) for his friends and like all of a sudden he kind of like turned in he's turning into a man before our very eyes and this is his like i think this album jed I I think this is his coming out party. This is his announcement. Like, I can really write songs. I can really, like, improvise. I can take this kind of jamgrass thing to the next level, and I'm going to put different influences in it than the guys that came before me. I'm going to tweak it slightly because I'm a little bit younger. I'm going to put some grunge in it. I'm going to put some metal in it. I'm going to. He played metal guitar in a band. I mean, coming back to going to to the yeah to that concert where we were, I mean, we went with a couple friends and to the you know we each drove like separate cars and you pull up in front, and uh, so he, I, I don't even remember what that song was, and uh, they no one recorded that that night, of course, but like after that just raging like crazy metal jab, my buddy Jason looks over, he goes, "Holy shit! I never knew that I liked metal in my bluegrass." And it was like. <laughs> Yes, that's exact. Like it just it takes it to a different level, and it's well. And that's the thing is that he he really is aping a lot of the stuff that that Paul Hoffman kind of you know had paved the path before him to do. And like as far as being a frontman, as far as leading that band, and as far as commanding a room, like he does it, and he's nailing it every night. And his picking is unbelievable. Yeah, Um, the live experience is really really fun um like he's bluegrass jesus right now i have um, to see him live i have to um, of course his live right, shows are awesome right yeah, when i got um, turned on to him was like pandemic time yeah, yeah he played um he played a show after thanks it was like the night after thanksgiving i want to say at the concord and because it was the concord i was just kind of concord like, no thanks. Um, but like I said, I've, I've seen him grow up in front of my very eyes and I couldn't be happier that this guy made this album. And if I, if I can comment on a couple distinct as hell songs on this album, um, first of all, the jewel of the album, Jed, you're going to agree with me. And I think everyone should agree with me on this one is away from the mire. 
seemed like we'd face the world on our own Before we collide Can we just take a moment Collect the reflections of this And remember the past that we chose um, yeah. This song, right? Like, this is the this is the one? Andrew? I think, yeah I, I couldn't actually pick out the songs by name To tell you the truth I did listen to the album, but uh, did not have the album cover in front of me <laughs> while I was doing it. All right. Then, uh, Rob, what did you think? Absolutely. I mean, so this is my correlation. It reminds me of, and was the was the outfit called Strength in Numbers or was the record called Strength in No, I think the outfit was called Strength in Numbers. Mm-hmm. And that was the name of the band. In that record, Deviation. And when I first heard his studio stuff that's what it brought me back to was that which is like early Bela Fleck um and I don't know who that bass player is but he's a fucking badass um Edgar Meyer yes yeah, that makes sense yeah. the Bela connection yeah it it it's amazing and that's what it reminds me of is that yeah. like jam grass or like new grass or I mean, I don't mm-hmm. even know what to re- like jazz grass, but then Billy puts his own twist on it, which is j- mm-hmm. fucking unbelievable. Got a bit yeah. of a psychedelic role to it, absolutely. For sure, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it breaks into the psychedelia fairly, you know, in a pronounced manner. Oh yeah, and then, yeah, I mean, starting in like away from the mire, it starts to like. I think that that there's a little segment in there in the middle uh, between there. Um, and they, you only get glimpses of it on the album, but like, you know, 30 seconds here or there where they start to right. on away from the mire home, watch it fall a little bit. And then like highway hypnosis, I was driving my kid to Taekwondo tonight and I was just re-listening to it. Right. And she looks at me, she's like, what is even playing right now? Cause it just gets like really dark and sort of like he goes thunder like, and shed. Yeah. Can we talk about home for a second and how that song is and how it sounds like it's a Broadway number almost. It does, and how the timing is just right. Bah, like it's I, it, it's an incredible song that just kind of comes out of nowhere and sounds like nothing else on this album. And I just I find it incredibly unique. Um, and I, I it's compelling in a way that's like, where did this song come from? And does he have a whole like story attached to songs like this that sound like this? Is this like a like a side of him coming out that's gonna write like a whole like rock opera kind of thing because that's what it felt like to me it was i don't it, know it, it does really seem cool. like it does I'm seem have like to listen songs. to that and think about it as a as a rock opera or a broadway kind of number or something and, i don't know it's it's and very I think, like i see it uh i think that strings and yeah i think that the, the strings in there really do kind of like hit a different note um but you know that song is like what almost eight minutes long over mm-hmm. seven and a half minutes long and it it flows so freely from like 
in insane, perfect, just perfect bluegrass timing. And these guys are just on it. Um, into letting each of the, you know, like each of them gets a little piece to, 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 you know, jump around in and play. And then these guys, they can just, they just drop back into this, like, they go from this crazy, like built up jam that they've spent five minutes doing and they just jump, drop right back into, right tra- and then it, right back into the tra- tra- traditional. And well, that was and what blew it, me away live too, is like, they can do that at any moment they want to with, you know, one like stomp of the foot, they're just back. Bluegrass is a young man's game. Um, the precision that it takes, the practice, and you know, guys get older. They play. They you know they don't play as quickly. They don't play as many notes. Like these guys are hitting every note every time, and sure. you hear it. And it's like Billy is so accessible. Um, like he's just a dude. Um, you see the merch drops. You see the posters. You see like he's one Them of the more fishing. accessible like real people out there. Like I can't help but root. He makes guy. stuff accessible, you know, right. like he's genuine and all of his stuff's available. All his live shows are available on nugs. If you go, um, if you download Mixler, he's got a live archive on Mixler. I think it's called, uh, just find it. It's just uh search on Mixler. It's uh he's got a, a live channel on there that has like a live archive of all of his old, old, old shows. Oh. And some, yeah. Awesome. Like, just dip into it. Um, you can, it's strings archive or live strings or Billy strings or something like that. I don't remember, but you can download or listen to all of it. It's incredible. I mean, the guy has done so much uh, over the past couple of years that uh, he's grown musically leaps and bounds. Right on. You're here. Right on. Let's, uh, let's go out on. We're not going out yet. Oh yeah. Well, we're just jumping in to uh, so to the next one. Yeah, we're kicking over to Silly you. Silly me. <laughs> <laughs> That's I got right. mixed up. I'm sorry. Oh, no problem, matey. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, let's jump into the next. Yeah. What did all you right. Do? All right. All right. So, I've been had on trail this band Wand W A N D. It's kind of hard to. It's got no hard consonants in it, so it's a little weird wand but uh they're from los angeles and uh what they do is they make some kind of straight up psychedelia with these just rancid jams that uh you know are so melodically delicious that you can sink your teeth into them it's like a freaking ribeye um and and you know what i like to do a lot is 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 radiohead in the sense that like it can take this real sparse type of jam even with minimal bass absolutely and and start expanding it into something psychedelic and and then all of a sudden like like it goes from the very quiet to the very loud why don't you tell us what the name of the album is Oh, that's good. Uh, Laughing Matter is the name Thank of the you. album. Yes, and it came La- out last featured year, album. Right? 2019. Yeah. Yes, right on. Came out in 2019. Right Pardon me for not including that. All good. Uh, so, what do you like about it? What's uh, uh, what I what I like about it is like kind of you know. Um, what I like about it more than Radiohead is I like the sparse jams better there than on on say your typical Radiohead album. 
Um, one thing is, uh, one thing that's kind of common among the two bands is, uh, I think that both the dude in uh, Wand and the dude in Radiohead, Tom York, right. have like very similar type of mm, abrasive voices. Sure. Almost falsetto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, I've gotten way used to the. I've gotten used to both of them over time. Right. But uh, but the one guy, like, I've kind of just gotten totally used to. Um, God damn, can't remember his name, but it doesn't matter because you never heard of him. Um, and I. <laughs> Anyways, his band is called Wand. In the in the album is called Laughing Matter. No, Corey Hansen is the <laughs> there we go. guitarist in Wand. Yeah, Corey Hansen. Yeah, he's the uh, man. He really he is. is the man. Now, this is a band that is still traveling. You know, if they were, I mean, their last tour was still traveling across the country in a Sprinter van. Sure. You know, this is not someone who's going to be in the United Center or even your local 3,000-seat venue. Um, not yet, anyway. This is uh, empty bottle material. It is. It's kind of the yeah. theme for the night. It, that would be their next right? step if yeah. there were live shows. Abbey, um, Abbey Pub. When there is going to be I don't know, I don't know if they're an Abbey. Abbey's done, dude. I, I, I know. The family that used to own the Abbey. <laughs> and it's Seriously. over? I loved, I loved the Abbey story. Pub. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it later. Oh, but man. yeah, I knew the, I know the family like really well. Yeah. Wow. Uh, right on. So yeah. what I really dig is like the, the fact that, you know, this band can go from, I mean, intentionally goes from zero to a hundred and, and abrasively too, like in sure. a traditional guitar type way, um, to a hundred. They rage. They rage at times, don't absolutely. they? They do rage. rage and they then they rage. go like absolutely. deep psychedelic, which I, I mean, I dig that. But this album, sure, called, like on the song uh, "Airplane," that's that was my standout, yeah. dude. I was like, God damn, this song is good. Un- it's got the it's got the female keyboard player singing, and it is it's very kind of uh, radioheadish in the fact that it's got the minimal bass line behind it, and 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 it ends up just I mean, and he's just absolutely doing the psychedelia, just the right, the echoey reverb guitar behind the whole thing, a la and. The- Tame Impala in some spots it reminds oh, me. Oh, I thought about Tame Impala. Oh, yeah, Impala. that definitely had. I thought about Tame Impala when I was listening to I it. I went like way back. Like, like I was thinking, I thought way more, uh, or I like what I you know, associated it with was way more like Joy Division. Sure. And, Ooh, uh, there's definitely, there's definitely some of that Manchester ish like sound here too. And I was going to not to. Yeah. In the way they cut loose. Right. Like, yeah. Totally. Totally. It's pretty Manchester ish a little bit. Absolutely. Like, you know. Like you know, they're like, yeah, they're they're. I mean, it's got some shoegaze power in there for sure. For sure, 
Right. And some Velvet Underground, like that. That was sort of like that was sort. I think it's maybe just like her voice sort of gives me that sort of Velvet Undergroundy kind of. No, it's it's the there. Fact there is I know. I'm sure it's yeah. there. There, there's a Venn diagram there somewhere with Velvet Underground. Okay, yeah. Um, I would definitely Radiohead, and I think um, on some level you have to throw in some of those kind of emo bands, like some of those Johnny Mars. Um, oh yeah, I, yeah. Johnny Mars Smiths. Right, uh, right. I'm willing to throw in uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, there was definite Smashing oh, yeah. Pumpkins. Absolutely. Billy Corgan vocals Absolute. at times. And, and the spacey yeah, guitar, and those, like, And that, like, kind the of other, strum away, you the know, other like. other thing that inspired every single band voice. we've talked about previously, I, I do, it, at times, I, I got to tell you how much I love this album, Andrew, and I'm so glad you chose it. And I, it, it, I think when Wand is at their best, to me, they sound like Pink Floyd. I hear uh, that. Okay. I hear that. Uh, I think, you know, I hear it in some of those songs, um, especially toward the, the middle and the end of the album. And I think what's so compelling about this album is that you have to exercise patience. It's a long listen. It it's is. over an hour. It right? but plus, it's, it's like so an hour plus a seven-minute song. In and this like instant gratification so world. It, right? Have patience. Um, it begs for you to listen more of it. The if end, you have end, patience, the end of it is so psychedelic and fucking cool. I mean, yeah, I, it's like those those few songs that girl sings. I was like, holy fuck, is somebody else singing? Is it a girl? Is this who's been singing the whole time? I mean, it's fucking cool. It do, yeah, it does take it. I I mowed my lawn to this album. Uh, last week and like mulched a bunch of leaves like cranking it on my and i was just like found myself i i listened to it one and a half times on like just looped and i would looked at my i had no idea where it was because i was just so and i think that's kind of a theme of like all these albums it's like they're they're really i mean like maybe that's just a a thing about the times and like like how they go go together with what's going on but like it's easy to to experience and enjoy the experience and just want to keep it going. Absolutely. I mean, the first it's song itself. Great thing right now. The skyscraper. song is so unctuous that I mean it's just like you know it just opens up a goddamn tear into the space-time continuum because I mean he just goes fucking nuts on the thing and, and so Kevin and I saw him on the tour yeah we for this album we, yeah, yeah I, this album. I have had so I've I've had Andrew and I go quite a bit uh we go way back with this band um i got turned on to them i think that the ep before them um perfume it really grabbed me the first song 
when you listen to that, it just it grips you, and it, you can't. It doesn't let go. And I had so, heard him on Pandora. That's all you know, I knew and, when we decided to go see him. And then we dipped into Plum and fell in love with that. And you know, these, those these three albums are just the fact super that they incredible. Rip so hard, and, yeah. And so the thing that really drives me to this band. I feel more so than a lot of other bands is they have a cosmic balance, a karmic balance with that female keyboard player. I can't, I I, I can't quantify it, but it shows up on that album. It balances out that rough edge that, that Corey brings with guitar. And we, you mentioned we saw them play on this tour and we watched, um, I want to say it was thin air. Okay. Um, That song goes way the hell out there. Right. Right. And we watched Corey play the guitar with a bow. Oh, like a like, probably 50 like Jimmy fucking Page? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I would say a little bit better than Jimmy Page. <laughs> I mean, so I taped it, and, you know, we'll be able to play a little bit of it. Um, but Andrew and I stared jaw agape on the ground watching that and you know and that was the second time we'd seen him in about a year right Andrew? Uh, I think a year a little over. Because we'd seen him in June the year before at Empty Bottle um, when they did a residency uh, or I'm not at Empty Bottle at Hideout um, even smaller room smaller Um, room let me describe the Hideout room real quick where we saw them uh, basically, it's got a flat ceiling that's about eight and a half feet tall, you know, held up by wooden timbers. And the sound just rips through you in this room. Because, <laughs> best, I mean, there's nowhere the for it to go. Chicago, right? <laughs> yeah, there's there's the nowhere for the sound to go except straight no through better. your damn body. Yeah, and if you tell me there's a better live room, I'm I'm more than willing to see it, but I don't think it, I, I've seen enough to to say i don't think it exists in in our fair city Um, one of those uh venues places as well tiny little raised stage right they don't give a shit there i mean uh, like you know most of these places are militant lockdown type places in chicago uh where you go see bands and but man this this place is just like yeah go outside and get high that's fine that's cool (laughs) it's home don't be an idiot yeah, you know, it, yeah, it, 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 it truly is. Doesn't matter because no one else is around here anyway. So, but I've had the pleasure of of being able to see them a few times um, pre pandemic in the past few few years, a couple times with Andrew, um, and every time they just they slay live, and it it really is that balance um, that the keyboard player brings because they would be like every other band without her, I truly think. Like, they're great. Don't get me wrong. I don't know, man. Every single person in that band contributes. That That, drummer is fucking incredible. Well, that's what I'm saying. Um, But they would have a lot... They would have a harder time standing out as much as they do. Um, True. She adds a ton to this album. She she adds a ton to this album. I love Um, her vocals. She can hardly sing. I mean, you know, but there she is. She's got herself a song or two. And, I mean, really, she sounds like Darcy from uh, Smashing Pumpkins. No, that's, I mean, that's a bad, I think that's a bad comparison because Darcy was. Oh, My Daydream. I well, mean, it sounds like that song. Oh, I don't know that it sounds like that. But anyways. It, I, I mean, she sings the best song on the album. Um, I don't know what else to say about that. Agreed. Um, that was a song that caught me. Yeah, I mean. I'd say that's a perfect vehicle <laughs> for her particular voice, is my 
And uh, uh, they, they're such a good band. Don't live. fight, guys. They're so good live. Um, I need to see, obviously, I need to see them live. Yeah. They're I'm gonna fantastic. Have a, I'm going to have a list as long as my phone. Yeah, we, I know. The, li- the list of live is really stacking up. For yeah, so if live ever happens again, it will explode. Yeah, so I that that kind of grungy, uh, crunchy LA guitar thing uh, bubbles up on it's the got some Hendrix in there, you, right? Um, and sure. you, you I mean, he wants you the, to know how brash he is on that damn guitar. I mean, well, and I think that you need everybody needs to dig into that EP perfume that was released um, the year before because that first song just grips you by the shoulders and doesn't let go, and um, it, that's another album, a little EP. It's a five or six song thing. And I think the thing that we saw them tour on, Andrew, um, that was just so well done and another harbinger of balance, um, that karmic balance that they have as a band that does that hard edge with that soft feminine thing from time to time that kind of balances it out. Right. And still goes psychedelic as hell. Right. There's some uh, items on the album Plum that feature her as well, I do believe. So that kind of mixes it through the concert. And, uh, I mean, the first time we saw him, I mean, my left ear was fucking five feet away from the PA. <laughs> and, uh, and man, did that, was that the best experience I've had in a long time? I mean, yeah. sometimes I need to just get it rattled out of the cage. Right. Uh, that did it for me. I mean, where it was just like savage. At, yeah. I, that's one of the best recordings I I think I've made too. I just had the microphone for a couple of months at that time, and we can certainly I can send you a link to that too. Or, uh, yeah, we'll dig post. all that stuff up somehow, some way. So yes, indeed, we can post that to the group. Yeah, Absolutely. no doubt. Listen to them play live. They uh, they peel paint off the walls live. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I uh, I can't wait to see them when we're all healthy and safe. So I yeah I'm on their Facebook again, page right? and so I, I kind of keep tabs on them. My guess is they all have straight jobs at this point. Um, Work from. I mean they have to man like every other damn band it's like got to pay the rent. So <laughs> so I don't know they their label the both like. We'll give you like fourteen thousand dollars a year, and you can yeah. answer phones so from your apartment. Yeah. And all that good guys, uh, you owe us fill, three albums that you're not these envelopes while we're waiting for these. So yeah, hopefully they're just making a shit ton of music in a yeah. studio together. You'd you know? like, like to think so, but I, I, mean, I hope I have that not some seen of these people outpouring. are. Hmm. I have not seen an outpouring from them. I mean, it could be they just don't have a studio supporting them, so I don't really yeah. know. Sometimes bands don't live in the all in the same place too, and travel has certainly been compromised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So. Yeah, the time. I can't speak to any of that one way or the other, but like Andrew said, that's certainly a possibility in this day and age. I know Corey's done Please. a couple of things. Um, he's um, Corey Hansen has done projects with Ty Siegel. You know right. that, Andrew? Yeah, yeah. Ty Siegel and uh, Michael Segal, or Michael Cronin. Yeah. Michael Cronin, and I believe Meat Bodies as well, which is a separation out of that whole fucking scene. Exactly. Um, which Meat Bodies actually rule pretty damn hard. Um, got a big aggressive bass, pretty kind of kind of a little bit punk oriented. And that's a strong fucking name, Meat Bodies. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> go big or go home. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's got it's got a thickness to it for sure. Sounds. Thick. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, Robbie, are you hungry? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> From shoving his fat hole while we're doing the a chocolate chip podcast right like now. That. So <laughs> it's all good. Hey Rob, how you doing? I'm good. <laughs> okay. I take a big swig of dog style there. <laughs> now we're getting the play by play. Play by play of Rob's life over there. So this is definitely be what I play on the advertisement. So in any case, uh, I think whatever. So I think uh, we've about done it for the Music Challenge podcast tonight. Uh, Jed, you got any last thoughts? Oh, I mean, I think uh, I think all four of these albums are very, very listenable and worthwhile. No matter, like, you know, pick one of them and tell us what you think about it. You know, listen through it. Pick it to what, like, what you think about, you know, what your preferences are and go with that one. And, uh yeah chime in use it give us something else to listen to use it for a road trip drive two hours listen to two of them dude drive two hours back listen to the other i'm getting i I i'm looking for a tattoo in minneapolis on january 2nd what that i'm gonna do like a straight drive and back and i'm like already planning out my road trip yeah Yeah, i'll send you a couple of albums for sure to throw on there that'll why are you going to minneapolis for that for a specific person that I want to get it's about the art right? yeah. yeah it's about the oh. art yeah. oh I'm so, a specific artist is that yeah. what you're saying oh yeah. okay oh, it's my first cool. one I want it to be special I got mine planned out You'll be I've had mine planned out for years. like 20 years and I finally found someone that I've been and how long like is I, it going to take? Are you, are you getting, like, the whole thing done in one? No, it's, yeah, it's going to be one sitting. It's not very big. It's going to be, like, you know, a piece on, like, my calf or on my arm. Probably on my arm, like, right here. Yeah, yeah. Little and tribal when it, band. When, it, and when's the day? Yeah, I'm just looking for, like, just a general tribal <laughs> Asian sort of <laughs> so thing. So I'm driving to Minneapolis. Some, some squiggles in, like, gray. be a fried rice <laughs> order at the end of the day. Like, my brother-in-law, has the, my brother-in-law has the best, like, basement tattoo. It's a giant yin-yang that's, like, I'm not even sure it's completely covered in. But then all around it is, like, this classic you know kind of tribal sun pattern around it he was he was a metal drummer so like Ooh. he really wanted that right there I need like, like yeah. for the next few years let's all just let's contribute like a hundred bucks to a christmas fund so for him to have that covered up <laughs> i've never felt passionate about something enough to get it tattooed into my body yeah. i just never have it i i yeah, uh, God bless people who do. I know I've always, I've always wanted one. Experience goes well, it. Jed. Yeah, that's. But I'm gonna I, send you my brother. Um, my brother sends you links to, to okay. a couple of awesome. Yeah, sure. send me link. You know, people, if you got some albums, throw me something. Yeah, what's, post what's them everyone, on the, uh, what's going the what, Andrew, we got a page. What new music are you listening to? Like, post it on the on the Facebook site. Going to get a tattoo post road trip. Music. Facebook group. Yeah. 
uh, yeah, post us what tattoo that uh, you think you'd be getting. <laughs> yeah. uh, Do that. On your next road I trip. will not be getting the tattoo that pick, anyone suggests. Musical yeah. tramp stamps next week. <laughs> pick Jed's tattoo. So thank you for checking out the Music Challenge podcast for tonight. Rocket man. <laughs> for Andrew, Jed, Kevin, and Rob. Thanks, My name y'all. is Andrew again. Uh, we'll check you out later. Give us a rating. Five stars, please. Please. Subscribe. Please. Show us and if you don't want to give us five stars, just like, you know, don't. You don't have to bother them. Well, well why are you four? even here at this Give game. us four. <laughs> yeah. no anyway, if, we love you. If you are if listening you right now, it does you. really help to get five-star reviews on Apple to uh, to spread the wealth and to make sure that this thing keeps happening, which, right. yes. you know, Especially would be fun. Him. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Especially. Sure. Especially. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll yes, we later. love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.